quarter four is the busiest season for food bloggers as you try to juggle even more things than normal with the holidays and family commitments, creating content, and juggling opportunities for your blog. But sometimes we forget to think ahead of all of the possibilities when it comes to marketing that quarter four can hold. So today I'm chatting about how you can tackle your quarter four marketing plans. Hey friend, I'm Madison Wetherill, a web designer and branding strategist for food bloggers and your host for the Vine podcast. This show is all about supporting you as a food blogger as you grow your business. I'll share tips for designing your business and your website with intention so that you can build a blog that fits into your life, not consumes it. You'll hear tips for connecting with your audience, growing your blog, and tips for managing and designing your website, all in short, easy to consume, and actionable episodes. If you're ready to think differently about the strategies and tactics that you need to grow your food blog, you are in the right place. I'm so excited that you're here, friend. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast, my fellow food bloggers. I am super excited that you are tuning in today. I feel like I say that every single week, but I am really excited to dive into today's topic all about quarter four. If you have been a listener for any length of time, you probably know that quarter four is one of my favorite things to talk about because it is the season that is the busiest, but also has so much potential for food bloggers. And I just love talking about it, especially before it gets into the thick of the craziness of the season. Now, if you are brand new to the podcast, welcome and thank you so much for listening to today's episode. For all of you who are listening, if you enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share it with a friend or to share it over on Instagram and connect with me there. Now, my name is Madison Wetherill. I am the founder and CEO of Grace and Vine Studios, where we specialize in building brands and websites for people who are looking to stand out in the crowded world of food blogging, who are looking to carve a unique path for themselves to create more freedom and ultimately leave a legacy behind for their family, for themselves, and just for the future in general. And one of the exciting ways that we are working with clients right now is through our website package that we are calling Crafted. Now, this is a customized package that we have put together for food bloggers, taking all of our team's experience, which is about 25 years of WordPress experience, and pulling it all together into the best practices that follow all of the SEO best practices and guidelines for site speed and all of those things into one seamless package where we are able to really serve a unique market of food bloggers who are not quite ready to step into a custom website design investment, but who are really tired of using the same old theme that everybody else is using and having their website look just like everybody else's. So if you are looking to really craft a unique experience for your readers on your website and really develop your own personal brand through your website, we would love to chat with you. We are really excited to be offering this in sort of a middle tier offer for people, like I said, who are not quite ready for a custom website, but they're really tired of blending in. If you want to create something that is unique without sacrificing SEO and site speed, we would love to chat. You can head over to our website at graceandvinestudios.com and fill out the contact form there or head over to Instagram and connect with me there at graceandvine and I would love to share more details with you there. Now, real quickly before we dive into Q4 marketing, I wanted to share my little behind the microphone moment for this week. And that is that over the last couple of weeks, we've been getting into a new rhythm with our homeschool routine with my boys. And one of the things that I did in this sort of reset of our homeschool rhythm was to really pull back and do less. And I wanted to focus on doing just 
one or two, actually it's three technically, of our curricula pieces and doing them really, really well. So right now we're focusing on our character studies, which is sort of like a Bible study training that we're doing, then doing math and literature, and that's it. And I have really enjoyed just the simplicity that we've had in knowing we have a very small checklist to get through every morning. And that's just been really helpful for us to kind of reset and do less. And I say that specifically for this episode because it could be really tempting to listen to the things I'm going to talk about for quarter four marketing and want to do all the things. But I really hope that you will listen with intention and be very mindful of what you want to choose to work on for this quarter four. And I'm going to talk more about that throughout the episode, but I just thought that was a a really applicable personal note before we dive into this topic. So this topic actually came about because I was part of a summit recently called the 2023 Blogger Breakthrough Summit Redux. And basically this was a reboot of a summit that was done in January and it's done every January by Liz Stapleton. And this refresh of the summit basically had a couple of extra live panels and she repurposed all of the summit presentations from back in January where I talked about branding and things like that. For this iteration, I was also part of a live panel that was about marketing for quarter four. And as I was talking with a couple of other people who were on the panel, I just really felt like this was information that I wanted to be able to share with you guys. And so I took a couple of notes about the different things that we talked about in that panel, and I'm excited to be able to share them with you in this format. So just know that this did come from Um, Some of these ideas came from a panel that I was on, but I'm going to elaborate with my own thoughts and ideas from the different major topics that we talked about. So when it comes to quarter four marketing, you really want to think ahead about how you want to show up in quarter four. I think typically we always start with this idea of how much content do I want to create for quarter four? And there's a couple of things that can cause problems with that. That approach, first of all, You are considering content for this year, not realizing that it's not going to benefit you right away. Most of the time, you're not going to publish a Thanksgiving recipe at the beginning of November and see it immediately rank on Google. Likely what's going to happen is that maybe next year it will benefit you. So there's not as much of a crazy rush to create a ton of content in quarter four because it's not going to benefit you right away. Now you do wanna balance having new fresh content on your website for the people who are finding you through other content that you already have or from your email list. You want to balance that and having something there that's fresh and new for them with knowing that it's not going to be something you see immediate results from. Now, if you don't have a ton of seasonal quarter four content, then by all means, focus your efforts on creating that content this year. But the point in all of this is to really think about what is sustainable for you. One thing that I have seen time and time again with quarter four is that there is just so much to juggle just in our businesses alone on top of having our our personal lives, which are usually crazy and stuffed full. And it's a recipe for burnout. And so what I would really encourage you to do is to think sustainably about what you want to do in quarter four. Now, I like to kind of work backwards from thinking first about what type of time I want to take off for the quarter. So if I know I want to take the last three weeks of December off, which is something that I've been working towards for many years, I've pretty well been able to take out take off two weeks. But if I want to take off three weeks for the week of December or the month of December, then I know that all of my content needs to be done for all of December and the beginning of January before I take off after the first week of December. 
And so by knowing when I want to take off, I'm able to work backwards on how far ahead I need to get. Now, if I decided I wanted to take all of December and November off and I haven't created any content starting in October, that's going to be a big problem. So you can see how you have to start with the end and work backwards. Now, the other big piece of this is, or the other big piece of planning for quarter four is making sure that you're thinking more holistically about all of the parts and pieces that go into creating content. So it's not just about getting a blog post up and calling it a day. There is the recipe development, the photography, the writing, the scheduling, the promotion of your blog post. And that's just for one blog post. And I probably missed five steps in there. Keyword research, all of that. And so I want you to really think about the total steps that it takes from A to Z before the blog post is finished. Once you have that in mind, it's going to be a lot easier to say what is sustainable for you. I also would not really recommend increasing the amount of content you're creating for quarter four from what you're used to doing right now. So if you're only doing one blog post a week, don't increase to four times a week for quarter four because it's not going to be sustainable and ultimately it's going to lead to more burnout or less well done content, which is going to hurt you in the long run. Okay, so once you have kind of a better picture and view of how much content you want to create and what that rhythm is going to look like for you, you can start to get ahead on that content. I've talked about this many times on the podcast. There's a couple of episodes I'll link in the show notes about writing blog posts faster and how to create more content because it's definitely going to help you to work ahead when you're thinking about quarter four. But now that you have that figured out and you know what your plan is going to be, you have to decide what you want to do for the marketing piece. Now, again, you might decide to just keep with what you're doing right now. And I would definitely recommend just focusing on what you're already doing well and not creating a ton of new strategies for quarter four. However, there are a few things that you might decide to add in order to capitalize on other people having kind of the same goal of increasing their follower, you know, ship and their readership during quarter four. One thing that we talked about in the panel was collaborating with others and kind of using relationship marketing as a tool for you. So the idea behind this is really when you are borrowing somebody else's audience. And Liz, who is the founder of the summit that I was speaking at, used a really good analogy that I've never heard before, so I'm going to share it. She talked about how when you go to a concert, there is an opening act for the main act. And so she was saying that she has seen bigger name people now, like Ed Sheeran, or Lady Gaga, who were the opening act for somebody bigger at the time and now have grown in their own success. So the idea is the same. If you can partner with somebody else, you are able to borrow their audience and try to not steal in, a, in the way that you're not giving it back, but you know, borrow the audience and bring them over to your blog as well. So this could look like partnering with another food blogger and doing so many different things. You could do something like an Instagram takeover, You could do an email list swap where you each are emailing to the other person's list and sharing a freebie to be able to capture that list to your own. You could do podcast interviews. I talked about this at length in the panel because I think this is something that is so underutilized for food bloggers. But if you can find a related niche podcast, it could be a food podcast, it could be a motherhood podcast, a parenting, a business-like a podcast for like business people or even working professionals, something where you're able to come on and talk about whatever it is, whatever type of food you share, that can be a really awesome way to drive people to your website, to get a backlink for SEO and just to build your authority in general on your topic. 
And I would highly recommend exploring ways to do this. There's also podcasts in our food blogging space that accept guest interviews, podcasts like Food Blogger Pro or Eat Blog Talk. Those are both ones where you can get on and you can talk about your story as a food blogger. And that can be a really great way to expand your reach as well. And when I think about quarter four marketing as a whole, really the overarching theme is that you want to be capturing the new audience that's coming to your website. We have new users to our website all the time, but in quarter four specifically, we're going to see a surge of new users and new traffic. And what we want to do is make sure that our website is set up to capture those people. So the very first part of that is making sure that it's really clear to someone who's brand new to your site what your site is all about. If it is not clear in the first five seconds of someone being on your website what it is that you do and what type of content you share, it is more likely that they are either going to just leave or they're just going to make your one recipe and never come back. But if you are able to connect with that person and really showcase what your brand is all about and it's serving them in a specific struggle that they have, it's going to be much more likely that they convert over to a part of your audience. So I want you to think about if you are to be brand new to your website and you're on one blog post, is it obvious what your site is about? Does your logo showcase what your brand is and what niche your brand is in? If I go to your homepage, can I quickly scroll through and get a good understanding of what it is that you do? Is your recipe index designed in a way where the categories make sense and I can picture what it is that you talk about on your site? If those things aren't true for you and you don't have those things figured out, one of our packages would be perfect for you to work together to figure those things out to really capitalize on not only your quarter four traffic, but your traffic all year long who is confused and doesn't know what it is that you do. So one of our packages would be amazing for you to be able to either focus on improving your branding or improving your website or both. So be sure to reach out if that is you by heading over to our website at graceandvinestudios.com. I think one of the most important things you can do for preparing for quarter four and your marketing is to focus on your email list. When I talk about capturing your new audience on your website, that's really what I'm talking about. I want it to be really clear what your brand is and you know the branding side of thing is really gonna help with that and optimizing your website is really gonna help with that. But ultimately what we're doing is trying to capture people to our email list. So you can do that in a couple of ways. You can create a new seasonal type freebie that's going to attract those people. You can utilize some of the things I talked about in last week's episode about how to improve engagement by using things like the grow spotlight feature where you're, you know, offering them something and it's really attractive for them to subscribe. You can create a Google friendly pop-up form that is going to really help people subscribe to whatever juicy offer it is that you have, whether that is a promo code for the season or a new seasonal freebie or a Thanksgiving menu, whatever it is that you're offering them, you want it to be really enticing for them and make it really easy for them to subscribe. And this is also something that you can focus on in on your social media accounts as well. So we're talking about email marketing here, but you can also use your social media accounts to push people to your email marketing and to get them to sign up for your list. Now, the last thing I want to talk about quickly when it comes to quarter four planning is making sure that your website is ready for this. I can't tell you how many times I've heard of people having their website completely go down during their peak traffic or realizing after the fact that their email forms weren't working or there was something wrong with their website. 
So I really recommend doing a website audit before quarter four begins. And I will link to our freebie where you can have us walk you through specifically what to do and what to look for to make sure that your website is working correctly. But you want to do a couple of things. And this can be great for you to have somebody else do for you. And you look behind kind of like what, how they're using your website, especially if it's like on their phone. There's also softwares that you can use where you can give like a, an anonymous person a task to do on your website. You pay like 20 bucks for it or something like that. And then you're able to watch them find your recipe index or search for a recipe. And this can really help you to know whether you have something that seems obvious to you, but is not obvious to other people using your website. You want to make sure that your search bar is actually working and that people can use it to find content. You want to make sure that that recipe index is set up correctly for SEO and for your readers to navigate easily. You want to make sure that those email forms are working. Now, I'm going to share a tip that I learned from Allie Grummert over at Duet Co. She was on this panel as well, and she talked about how you can use an alias to sign up for your email list to make sure things are working. So instead of me putting hello at graceandvinestudios.com, I would put hello plus test at graceandvinestudios.com. And that plus test on the end of my you know, prefix of my email address is still going to sign me up with my regular email, but it's going to be something that I can look and see on my forms if it actually went through uniquely. And this is really helpful if you have signed up for your own email list in the past or something like that. This is just going to help give you the ability to test things multiple times. Now, one word of caution that I want to give as I wrap up this episode is that when you are looking at your website and seeing what is working, I want to make sure that you do not, do not, Remove any links from your navigation or your sidebar during this time. This is not the time to remove a popular post from your sidebar. If you have only had up like seasonal posts, for example, and it's only been a couple of months, those are okay to change out. But if you've had links in your navigation or in your sidebar for a very long time, please do not delete them because it could cause a huge issue for you for SEO and you do not want that to be happening during quarter four. Now, Last thing to leave you with on this topic is I want you to really think if there's anything unique or new you want to do in quarter four. It can be really tempting to feel like you want to do all the things, but I want you to decide if you're going to create a new freebie, create a digital product, create a paid product, do a cooking class or cooking demonstration or something else. But please be realistic about what is doable for you in this season and don't burn yourself out trying to do all the things in quarter four. I hope that this episode was helpful for you guys. I cannot believe we're already talking about quarter four, but I would love to know which tip from this episode was most helpful for you. So if you're on my email list, you can always reply to those emails. I love hearing from you guys there, or you can go over to Instagram and connect with me there. But in the meantime, friends, I hope that you will go out, plan your quarter four, and really focus on your marketing to make the most impact that you can this season. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would love for you to screenshot it and share it with a friend. You can tag me on Instagram stories at Grace and Vine. For the show notes for this episode, head to the vinepodcast.com. Talk soon.